Walleye Dan, The Stack of Stuff, A Morning Prayer, and Swirl Master 2000, all on Kwame and Company. This is the Kwame and Company podcast. And Amy's apparently keeping track of the numbers now because I'm not. Well, I'm hoping you are. I believe it's 35. 035. I believe so. Okay, that's good. Uh, and and uh, we'll we'll keep counting them up to try to get to 50. We'll see. Might not make that. We'll see. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up in just a few moments, we'll have the author of our book of the month, Denise Wilson, with seven words you never want to hear uh, from Denise Wilson. Uh, right now, I've got my friend Jerry uh, with some thoughts about his uh, NYU students. Uh, and apparently they just changed semesters or something there because he's writing about uh, the NYU students this new semester. So they must have just uh, bumped over. Usually that's, uh, I don't know, maybe they started really early, or maybe he's talking about the fall semester. I don't know. But Jerry says, many of my NYU students this new semester are battling the fine balance between pursuing their life happiness and making their parents happy. <laughs> A lot of us have been there. Mm-hmm. It's not just an adolescent problem. Uh, Jerry says, <laughs> non-students have the same issues as close friends, work associates, and even family can cause stress of uh, moving forward. So here's uh, Jerry's got a metal image here. Okay. Deal with this. Think of it like this, he says. <laughs> You're flying the plane. Those who matter in your life are giving advice. In the end, it's rightfully your decision. Right. When I told my dad I didn't want to go to college and wanted to be a radio DJ, he said, you're going to college and will be the smartest DJ on the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So I let him fly the plane, but mm -hmm. he put some restrictions in there. Sure. That makes sense. I like that. Smart to have a backup. Yeah. In the end, I took his advice and never looked back. After all, it was my decision to make. He was my advisor. So Jerry says it's sort of summarizing the whole thing at the end here. Trying to please others is another way to guarantee unhappiness. Mm. The person who needs to be pleased is you, and any doubters will become believers the moment you believe. I think generally that's right. Generally that's true. And I think if you, as a Christian, have your ultimate goal and what you're supposed to be doing is focused on Christ, yeah. then you're, you're going to be, it's going to bring you joy. Right. So. Right. Yeah, uh, ultimately, uh, we think we know what's best, mm -hmm. but if he's leading in another direction, that's the way to go. Right. Otherwise, yeah, you will be miserable. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Being All uncomfortable right. until you move into the the path that you're meant to be on. Right. Well, uh, so, Jerry, generally good advice mm -hmm. with the uh, with the little addition there that, uh, right. uh, yeah, you don't have to take you're still flying the plane, but if you let him be the pilot, you be the co-pilot. That's better. Yeah. Yes. Okay. In a little Great bit stuff. here. Huh? Great stuff. Yeah. Jerry's always got something. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, six famous quotes. Because I had 10. Oh, yes. That's Remember right. That? Yeah, that's mm -hmm. coming up. Uh, six famous quotes by celebrities. I didn't like all of them. So I right. X'd out. <laughs> so you whittled it down a little bit further. Yeah, whittled it down. Here's one of them. Uh, this is from... Uh, Laura Engels Wilder. Oh. Uh, the, not, not, not the character in the book, the actual Laura right, the person. Wilder. Yeah. yeah. She 
says, if you want something done, ask a busy person to do it. That's where that came from. Was that her that said that? It says right here. Oh. It's got quotes around it, and then it has her name. Wow. So there's, uh, we got one from Hemingway, from John Quincy Adams, Winston Churchill, Hank Aaron, and of course, Lady Gaga. Oh, geez. so well, what a range can't going here. Her famous quotes. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be coming up later. Right now, we're going to uh, go back and talk more about our book of the month, Seven Words. 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. We're talking to Denise Wilson today from Ontario. Her book is Seven Words You Never Want to Hear. We're really talking about people who have deceived themselves to believe they're a Christian for whatever reason, and there's a lot of them, uh, versus people that are questioning their faith and, and just need to do that self-examination. There's so many surveys out there right now, Denise, that indicate a falling away of young believers. Uh, is this really a discovery that they weren't actually Christians to start with? Well, I mean, there's a passage that talks about they went out from us because they were not from us. I'm not quoting it correctly, but yeah, that's the, that's yeah. yeah, that's the that's the gist of it. And I think sometimes, you know, you know, the kids go off to school and the parents say, "Oh, you know, it was the school's fault, you know, yeah. that they 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 lost their faith." Well, I would contend that they in most cases probably never had it to begin with yeah. because if it's real, if it's genuine, then it will it will continue. But what happens is uh, my first chapter, I don't know if I mentioned that, is called the Christian Home Syndrome. And so you have kids growing up in a Christian environment who have a lot of head knowledge yeah. and but it doesn't change their hearts I'll tell you a story uh, a girl that I know um, was saved from a non-christian family and she started going to a Bible believing church she was in her 20s and so she started hanging out with the church kids the church youth and um, she was like she was she, she was just radical her life radically changed and she was shocked and just to see these kids sleeping with their boyfriends and girlfriends, yeah. slandering one another, you know, going out and getting drunk on the weekend, you know, coming back and playing in the worship band on Sunday. She just, she didn't understand it because she was a genuine believer. Right. And these kids who'd grown up in that, there was no, there was no conviction of sin in their lives, but they called themselves Christians. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's a tough thing to handle in that. And yet, as teenagers or somewhere in there, there's always this, when you're pulling away from your adult, or from your parents to be become adults, questioning of what you believe and how you got there. That's normal. That's fine. And as a matter of fact, that's probably a good thing. Yeah. I mean, we're not saved by our works. So to be yeah. clear, I mean, our behavior, we're not saved because we do all the right things. Yeah. Um, but if we... If we obey the Lord, that's a good sign. If we want to obey Him, if we're going in that direction, that's that's a good sign that the Lord's working in our life. Because yeah. if anyone's in Christ, He's a new creation. All things are passed away. All things have become new. So it's not the sin that's that that's the determiner. It's that it's that we're if we're struggling with it, the yeah. sin. That's a good sign, yeah, right? Yeah. It's not. Perf I've heard it said it's not perfection. It's direction, right? Which direction are you going in? Are you trying to be as close to the world as you can? And kind of get away with it right. or are you striving to please the Lord and that's a good question to ask yourself seven words you never want to hear denisewilson.ca your website that's correct okay. yeah or just get the book out of uh, I mean google it and you'll run into places yeah. to buy the book yeah exactly oh, okay.
bottom of the column news, our panel of experts, and the Swirl Master 2000, all part of Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. Well, since Rick mentioned bottom of the column news, uh, we got to do that. Might as well. This is an old one from Minneapolis. It uh, actually came out in 2015. Oh. Yeah, so it's five, six, seven, eight years old now. Right. Okay. Things have changed a little bit since then. We'll see if you can... Changed a lot. (laughs) A lot, yeah. (laughs) Two suburban Minneapolis elementary schools this fall, and this is that's as of 2015, Mm -hmm. hired a consulting firm to advise officials on recess. Okay. Yeah. Whether it's necessary or how long it should be, I suppose. The leading recommendations... Uh, promoting safety and inclusiveness mm-hmm. were the elimination of contact games in favor of things like hopscotch. Mm-hmm. I can see for younger kids, maybe that would, uh, you know, I don't see a fifth grade boy getting excited about hopscotch. Yeah, me either. But some parents objected. And in 2015, and parents were still doing that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. Well, anyway, 2015, parents objected. Recess, they said, should be more freestyle, unstructured. Right. More consultants' advice. De-emphasize refereed rule games in favor of monitors who simply praise effort. <laughs> so nice. you're not you're not scoring or know. anything. I always just... think of recess. That sounds more like gym class, but <laughs> yeah, I always think of recess. You're on a playground and... Kids gather and do different things yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we played a lot of Chinese jump rope. Oh, yeah. A lot of it. We had, well, our recess was back in the day when the jungle gym, and it was a tall one. Mm-hmm. It was this big, tall little pyramid kind of thing with uh, four poles in the middle. You slide down. Sure. All, of course, on on uh, tar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well. When we were inside, we played a lot of Chinese jump rope. Now, when we were outside, I remember in like, oh, I must have been about 10. Yeah. And we had one of the really, the higher monkey bars. Yeah. So yeah, now yeah. you can almost like touch the ground off them. Right. No, it was, you know, took three, four steps up. Made and out then, of metal probably too. And really long. Things. Yeah. Yes. And really long. Like the kind you see the terrorists working out on in those videos yes, from the terrorists. Yep, exactly. Camp. They're yep, doing the uh-huh. hand over hand across. So we would do those. Yeah. And we'd do monkey fights. Monkey fights. What is that? Yeah. Mean? Monkey bar fights. So it was like you'd get, you'd meet, you start, one person starts on each end. Yeah. And you go to the middle. And then it was, you'd get the person to drop, one person to drop. Okay. By jumping on them or something? By or? basically hanging on them. Hanging on them. Yeah. So what was it's underneath the monkey bars? Sand or dirt. Okay. It was just hard, like grass or whatever, yeah. like where the grass had been okay. basically worn away. Yeah. They we didn't, didn't have, have like any... shredded tires or anything. No. Like home pads. No, nothing like that. Okay. We didn't have anything like that. Yeah. No. But I was really good at it. Oh, yeah. Because I was shorter. That's a plus? Yes, because basically the point is to get your legs up first and around the person's like right underneath their armpits. Yeah, and then just hang on for dear life. Well, and then you try to drop your weight, yeah, yeah, the bottom half of your body down to get them to pull off. Okay. Be too heavy for them, so. So the ideal person, and I'm not saying this with you, I don't think (laughs) it would, would be a short cannonball kind of person. Well, 
Yeah, and I was with strong arms. I had really good core muscles, oh, so there I could you pull go. my legs up really high, and core. I was short. Yeah, and core. so I'd get them up there really fast. Excellent. So I could beat tenth graders. Well, if we ever like, have uh, in monkey grade. fights here, I would do terrible now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't think anybody on staff would be real good at monkey fights at this point. No, I, I'm thinking here. No, no, no. Maybe Aaron. I think it would come Aaron. down to probably Aaron and I. Yeah, okay. That that would be have to be my guess that All we right. would be the last ones if it was an elimination type oh. thing. Well, there's, there's one little bit more here. Okay. This is on the uh, Minneapolis recess study. Yes. One Minnesota principal noted improvement in that there were fewer fights and fewer nurse visits. Okay, I guess that's an improvement. But as one parent said, her child feels that recess is no longer really playing. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's another good class. Good job at like, the hopscotch. Like I said, it sounds like more like gym class. Yeah. If you're structuring it that much and yeah. not just letting them play. Yeah. Just, uh, you know, in the winter, we always, uh, where they had the big piles of snow from. Oh, yeah. The King of the Mountain. Lot. King of the Hill Mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, so we, uh, we, on the program the other day, we promoted this bottom of the column news story from France. Okay. The the mayor of the Paris suburb, oh boy, Le Valu Paret. I don't know. Okay. Le Valu Paret. 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 I don't know. It's probably uh, Paret. Oh, that's the is that that's a suburb. That's not a name. I think the mayor of the Paris suburb of oh yes, that's the name of the town, Le Valu Paret. He faced an overcrowded highway. They call it D-909. Okay. Really snazzy name there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, overcrowded highway, here's how he solved the problem. By creating the, or making the highway one way, sending traffic speedily to the adjacent town of uh, Clichy-la-Garenne. Garenne. Clichy-la-Garenne. I should have pre-read sure, this one. I'm sure you're pronouncing these in fantastic, Perfectly. perfect French. All right, so that city's mayor, who is a political rival of the guy oh, in the other town, is. reacted by making his portion of D909 one way back towards Le Vaux-Perret, <laughs> thus stranding all D909 motorists from either direction at the city limits. So they couldn't just, you know, get together and build another... You know, or, instead of having yeah. a, like a two-way highway, or you, it would be a four-way. So it would be two going one way and two going the other yeah, way. Yeah, or make a, a designate another next mm-hmm. road over going the other way. So Right. But no, they... No. Nope. Let's just get rid of all the traffic by making the road one way out of town. Right. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> There's a flaw in here somewhere, but right. I just can't put my finger on it. Okay, French politics. Weirdest <laughs> problem I've ever... Or solution to a problem yeah, like that probably ever heard. Not a, so now all the traffic just piles up in one end in the or middle. the other. All right. Okay. Dumb. One more here, and then we'll get on to bigger and better things. So we'll get on to uh, uh, more about the uh, seven words you never want to hear. Or no, wait a second. Uh, yeah, seven words you never want okay. to hear. Um, scientists have somehow determined how they do this. I don't know, but they're scientists. so. <laughs> They determined that rats dream about where they want to go in the future. Oh, sure. 
Dr. Hugo Spears of the University College London and his colleagues inferred as much in a recent uh, eLife article. I didn't know there was an eLife. Does that mean online life magazine? I don't know. It kind of sounds like it. eLife. Uh, based on how neurons in the rodent's brain hippocampus fired up in certain patterns. So they're monitoring the, the brain, waves. brain waves of the rats. Oh, and they discovered sounds- similar patterns when a rat is asleep just before uh, conquering a food maze as when he's awake and actually gets the food. So, so they dream about getting through the maze? Yeah. As if plotted by a dream. So they, 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 at the end of the dream, oh, I got the food. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that's, uh, so the news story here says uh, they buried the whole lead here. The lead should be rats have dreams. Right. Just that. <laughs> rats. Dreaming rats. That's, mm. I knew dogs had dreams. Right. Because they, they start running in their dreams. A yes. Lot of time, or barking even. Yes. Yeah, and they said, what is going on? I'm right. guessing it's a squirrel, but I don't right. know. <laughs> so rats have dreams. Okay. You learned it here. Bottom of the column <laughs> news. This is Kwame and Company podcast number XXXIV, right? No. No? It's not X, 34? X, X, five. Oh, it's five. Last time was IV. Okay. Yes. XXXV. Mm-hmm. Okay. Keep them, I think I keep mixing my Roman numerals with actual numbers. Yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that. Okay. 91.5 and 102.7, the word. Uh, Denise Wilson is with us this morning, author from Ontario. Denise, welcome. Thank you. Now, now your book is Seven Words You Never Want to Hear. And now you're not giving away uh, what those words are in the title. Do, can we give it away without... Uh, okay. Absolutely. Those words are spoken by Jesus in Matthew chapter 7, and they are, I never knew you, depart from me. And nobody wants to hear those words. Oh, exactly. So for parents of kids and you see no discernible spiritual growth, uh, be open with your kids. But on the other hand, the game isn't done yet. I mean, uh, uh, life goes on and yes. the Lord will... will will continue to make inroads. Yeah. I, uh, a friend of mine told me how when she was about eight years old, she'd prayed a prayer, she'd accepted Christ. And when she was about 12, she began to have doubts. And so she went to her mom and, you know, was concerned, very concerned about this. And her mom did something that I thought was just beautiful. Rather than say, oh, sweetheart, you, you pray, did, you, did you pray to ask Jesus into your heart? Well, then you're saved. No, yeah. her mom didn't do that. She didn't go back to an event in the past. She said, let's open the book of First John and let's see, let's look at the test. And she said, you know, I see this in your life and I see this. And they went to scripture to find the confirmation, not to an event in the past, not there was, not that a prayer was prayed or a baptism or anything. It was like uh, she had a conviction of sin. God was working in her life. So I think we need to be careful not to give false hope to people, not yeah. to our children, right. not to tell them, "Will you pray?" Okay, this is, you know, you're you're saved. Well, they may very well be saved, but they need to, you know, they they. They need to kind of work it out themselves right. too, and they need to be in God's word because that's how people—that's how we get our confirmation as well—is yeah. is, is from God's word. Well, and the tragedy is when people make a decision, and hopefully it's a—it's a decision based on repentance. But yeah. say it isn't. If they're not discipled, 
they're not going to know there should be more here. Yeah, and I, I have a chapter in the book about confession and uh, what confession, the word confession really is to agree to say the same thing as another. So in, this, in the biblical sense is for us to confess our sins is to agree with God that what he calls sin right. really is sin. Yeah. And I think rather many times people want to justify their sin, not confess their sin, yeah. to say, well, it's really not that bad, right? So true um, confession means agreeing with God and true repentance means willingness to turn from that, changing your mind literally, but change of mind and heart that leads to a change in behavior. That's that's true confession and true repentance. If this is all a new train of thought to you as a listener, uh, you should get a hold of the book. You know, uh, the book again is called Seven Words You Never Want to Hear. And Denise, you have study guides and uh, this would yes. be great for a small group study. Yeah, absolutely. I'll just tell you, just recently a group went through the study guide and the comment from one person who finished it was, at the beginning of the study, I wasn't sure about my salvation, but now at the end, I'm altogether sure. And I think, oh, that is so wonderful because if if someone is a true believer and they don't have that assurance, they're missing out, right? Yeah. Because when you're in a relationship, you want to know that you it's secure. But then there's other people who do the study who may have that security, but it's not it's not real. They may feel confident, yeah. but they're not really saved. Yeah. So they're deceived into thinking they have something that they don't. And those people, by studying God's Word, my hope is that they will be challenged to see, you know what, maybe I'm not really saved. Yeah. And then there's another group, which is just even, even mature Christians, to go through and just be challenged to see what is the true gospel so that they can communicate it better with other people. And also, just to be challenged on different areas of their life, just to be um, built up in, in their faith as well. So really, anyone who calls himself a Christian could benefit from this. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I'm so glad we ran into each other here, and, and it's, it sounds like a book that is impacting a lot of lives, and I hope you get a lot of feedback from, from uh, seven words you never want to hear. Thank you so much. And again, people can uh, can find out about Denise, denisewilson.ca, uh, or just uh, search for the book title, and you can buy it online. Yes, thank you very much. Francis Chan Friday, Christian Comics and Bible Baffle. That's Kwame and Company on the Word. For I love Bible Baffle. I listen whenever I can every day so that I learn more about the Word. And the music is so uplifting. And I love that you have the weather and the updates on what's happening in the world and locally. Okay, thank you. You know, this is Kwame Company Podcast XXXV. When I, okay, so I know I mix my numbers and. You would tend to say XXX5. Five. But be, it's because in my head, I can see the XXXV. On a clock? Or the no, v? I just see the, the letters yeah, in yeah. my head. Uh, okay. So I, I picture it. Yeah. But when I go to say it, like I transpose it into the actual number yeah instead Which is, because that's what people okay understand. well here's why oh, okay I, I, there isn't a reasonable explanation why i do this it's a, because music a dream oh no it's music music okay so i not only play music but i since i teach piano yeah a lot of what i teach is chords so you're teaching the one chord the four chord and the five seven chord 
Okay. And so it's V7. I don't say V7 chord. I say a 5-7 chord. Okay. So every time I see V, I just say 5. Okay. So in my head, when I see XXX5, see, I almost did it, XXXV, I automatically think 5. I don't think, I don't, I mean, if I were to write it out, I would write a V. Why didn't you say 10, 10, 10, 5? Because you don't use a 10. There's no X, there's no no 10. There is no 10 in music. music. Yeah. Okay. So if it's. That is why I I keep saying 5 instead of. So, so we got to get up to 40 and then that'll, <laughs> then it'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's, we've got some quotes here and this comes from, I think it was the 100th anniversary of Reader's Digest. They put out, or Alan Roberts, who works there, apparently he's a copy boy or something. I don't know. Yeah. He, uh, he was going to compile the 50 most famous quotes of all time. Okay. Now there's a job. Yeah. You got basically have to read everything. And then decide. (laughs) Go through all of the quote. I'm sure there's probably all kinds of lists. Yeah. From like decades of lists of famous quotes. Right. You'd probably go through those instead of reading everything that anybody ever said. And they could have been (laughs) Reader's Digest quotes because they have quotes every month. Yes. And over 100 years, that would be a lot of those too. Sure. Yeah. 100 times 12. That's still a lot of. Yeah. So we have them divided up here. We've got 10 quotes by celebrities. Okay. 10 quotes about life, 10 quotes about uh, success, 10 inspirational quotes, and 10 of the most famous quotes of all time. So that one, two, three, four, five, that's 50. Okay. Today we're going to do the 10 famous quotes by celebrities, but I don't like four of them, so we're only doing six. Okay. I'm, I, I, I'm doing Alan's to, job for him. Yeah, you don't have to do you don't have to tell me what the quotes are, but you do need to tell me who the quotes that you nixed are. Okay, there's one for uh Marilyn Monroe. Okay. One from Walt Disney. Okay. Uh Franklin Roosevelt. All right. I don't know why I deleted that one. I'm not correct. And Maya Angelou. Okay. All right. Just curious. Okay. I just need to know who said them. So okay. I, you know. All right, so starting from the top, and I don't think these are any in any order. They're just six famous quotes by celebrities Okay, out of a list of ten. <laughs> Lady Gaga said, I'm not here to be perfect. I'm here to be real. She's pretty real. She is. And I think that's probably, especially for believers, that's a good thing because yes. guess what? We're not perfect. Right. So if you try to- Don't you, pretend to be perfect, yeah, especially. If you're there to be that's perfect. just hypocritical and right. people, people are going to really hone in on that one if they're a non-Christian. So especially in the body of Christ in the church, mm-hmm. if you go there pretending to be perfect yeah. on a pedestal of some kind, uh, that turns people off. because Well, it's going to turn anybody off. Yeah. Not just Christians, because when you're in the real world yeah. and you pretend to be that way, and then they notice something that's not perfect, they're going to hone in on that one thing, yeah. and, which is a lot easier if you are real and you say, sinner saved by grace, I make mistakes, I have, and yeah. Yeah. there you just saw one of them. Yep. Thank goodness I have Christ. And So Lady Gaga, two thumbs up. Yes. Yeah. Get back to making another dress out of meat. <laughs> Remember she did that yes, one time? Yes, I, I remember that. I, you know what I remember the most about her, I guess? Yeah. Um, they did a Sound of Music special. 
And oh yeah, I saw oh, that. She sang great. It was it was amazing. That was the first time I really thought of her as an actual a person. singer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, not just and she, but, and she wasn't meat. all made made up. Yeah, she's pretty normal looking. Yes. And then she was in that movie, uh, the remake of um, of a Barbara Streisand movie. Oh yeah, and she would play good Barbara Streisand. Sang very well and yes. kind of looked like Barbara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So Lady Gaga. For once, gets two thumbs up. Yeah. Uh, Hank Aaron is the next celebrity. Here. Okay. The only thing that feels better than winning is winning when nobody thought you could. Yeah, yes. <laughs> That's yes. pretty much self-explanatory there. The ultimate. Yeah. The ultimate win. I love Winston Churchill quotes usually. Okay. Because he's a little snarky along with being mm. a really smart guy. But, yes. Uh, Churchill says, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Mm. Well, I got to say that one again. That was, yes. Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. Well, he certainly displayed that in his lifetime. Yes, for sure. A lot of failure. A lot so of, on a very much smaller level, yeah. Seth wanted to ask a girl out Ooh. on a date. Yeah. And he said, said no. No, he was going to ask the dad permission first. Oh man! Okay. If he could ask her out, and and he was very very nervous. Yeah, extremely nervous. And if you knew the dad, I mean, he's an intimidating looking yeah person. Big guy. So, I don't know how necessarily it, big he is, oh. but he's intimidating looking. It, like he can it's look not stern. Not his best friend. Keith. Yeah. He's a big Kevin. Guy. Kevin, yeah. I mean, yeah. Kevin, yeah. Yeah. No, no not, not that, him? not big like that. Oh, no. Okay. So he was real nervous and had been talking about it and was planning on how to ask him and everything. He knew he would forget. To, he has a language expression disorder. So oh, okay. that is difficult to remember what you were going to say. Need some note cards. Right. Yeah. He wanted me to make him know. I'm like, you're going to be fine. Yeah. You're, you're going to make it. And I, on Sunday morning, I heard yeah. Wes prompting him going, well, what's the worst that could happen? And Seth would, would, could say, no, 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 no. What's the worst? Yeah. And I'm like, I yell from the other room, you could die. <laughs> oh. and, well, yeah, that and, is. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, that'd be the worst. Yeah. And he goes, you're not going to die. Nobody's going to kill you. Right. Even if he says no, you and it goes terribly wrong and and you forget what you're going to say. Yeah. You're still not going to die. It'll be a story you can tell fatal, 10 years later. Failure is not fatal. Yeah, exactly right. That's what Winston Churchill said. <laughs> yeah, you can tell him that. That's right. All right. <laughs> but yeah, the dad, so. by the way, the dad did say yes. Oh. And was very impressed that Seth did he, actually asked him. Did he ask the girl then yet? He did, and he's going on his first date on Sunday. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. So. All right. Okay. <laughs> he's very excited. Boy, we, <laughs> he we'll need He turns 18. 18? Today. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Today when this podcast is airing. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. So he yeah. said, he said to me on Wednesday night, he goes, this is my week. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well. First date, turn yeah. 18. Yeah. Yeah. He's very excited. Yeah. So you're going to borrow a car? Uh, he can't drive yet. Oh, okay. We're going to start working on his, now that he's 18. That's oh, yeah. That's right. You go, Okay. Instead of doing the whole class and he was, yeah. he, he was not. Excited about driving at 16 anyways. He was it's, fine with waiting. That happens with a lot of kids. I, you know, yep. our, our son Paul was like that. I yep. taught him how to drive when he was 20. Yeah. He was... I started with a stick shift Geo Metro <laughs> that was a little tough. but 
Well, he's driven my car down the road, and he does very well with that, okay. just down our the, lonely, the, uh, dead-end road. But With the, uh, uh, what do you call it, permit. permit? He doesn't have that yet. Oh, okay. No. It's on private road, though. It's just the little back ah, road, so, okay. you know. Well, yeah. Just down the one road, and then yeah. I get out, and I You know, the sheriff listens switch. to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> he will be getting the permit now soon. So. Oh, all right. Then he'll actually be driving on regular roads. Regular roads. Yeah. Look out. All right. Uh, here we go with uh, uh, six famous quotes, number four. Okay. Laura Engel Wilder, Ingalls Wilder, you know, she wrote all those little house on the prairie books. Mm-hmm. If you want something done, ask a busy person to do it. I had no idea that sh- she was one quote. who said that. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, I assume she's the first person to say it well, since I it's would on think the list, so. but. Mm-hmm. Okay, so check on that one. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, John Quincy Adams, the uh, what president was he? Second? Second. Yep, Washington um, Adams. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you're a leader. Mm. Oh, that's there a good definition go. of a leader. It is. If your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you're a leader. John Quincy Adams. That sounds very contemporary for somebody that was back yeah. in the 1700s. <laughs> right. That? Yes. That sounds like that could be in a seminar today. Mm-hmm. They have a slideshow. They got the, right. got the, uh, uh, how you know, to be a leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and, and the first thing comes up. Yeah. Do more. more. <laughs> Dream more. Yeah. I, That's I, amazing. I, yeah. All right. And one more, and then we'll be done with this list. Ernest Hemingway. The best way to find out if you can trust someone is to trust them. Mm. Yeah, I know pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. The best way to find out if you can trust someone is to trust them. Which is hard. That's hard to sometimes jump on on a limb and go, okay, Okay, I'm putting my faith in you. I'm going to trust in you. Yep. And always remember that people aren't perfect. Stuff happens. And stuff happens. Yeah. That's right. All right. This is Kwame and Company, XXXV, uh, podcast XXXV. Uh, what's to come here? Oh, uh, we've got uh, more. I think this is the final cut in our interview about the seven words. And still to come this morning, um, The uh, uh, what's going on for Christmas at Common Goods. Mm. A little disjointed here. Probably too many Roman numerals banging around in my right. head at this point. 91.5 and 102.7, the word. This is it. This is Friday, and it's a Christmas showcase day at uh, Common Goods, uh, a fundraising arm for Bridges of Hope. Uh, Danelle is a retail director for Common Goods uh, for all three locations in Baxter, Cross Lake, and Crosby. You guys have been preparing for this for a long time. Yes, we have. We've been uh, pricing away, hoarding our Christmas goods so we can really showcase it for um, this Friday and Saturday. So it's exciting. Yeah, that could be a whole uh, the hoarders for the Lord, uh, you know, hoarding things to then sell at uh, at common goods. I love that. Yes, we are definitely working for the Lord. Um, and that's why we're here to make money, as much money as we can to support Bridges of Hope, which, you know, does a lot of good in helping our neighbors in our community. So this, this uh, Christmas showcase, does that relate to your whole Christmas season when you'll have decorations up the whole time? Or is that specifically for 
uh, Friday and Saturday when you have the Christmas passport thing going? Well, this is kind of just the launch, just to get it started for the Christmas season. Because right now we don't have any Christmas out on the sales floor. We've been kind of holding back so we can have this big reveal um, Friday and Saturday. Okay. And then we'll have it out until we sell it out through Christmas. So, yep. All right. Well, uh, it's it's a neat way to do it. And the, the whole passport idea, you get a little, is it, you can get the, the initial passport at any location, right? Any location, and then shop with us, stop by, visit all three locations, and you'll get it validated. And then you'll be entered in to win a $100 gift certificate at Common Goods. And you know, $100 at Common Goods, that goes a long ways. Yeah, you can get quite a quite an array of items for sure. All right, so whether you're looking for the normal stuff, you need, uh, you, know, you know, clothing items or whatever, or special Christmas decor things. Uh, this is the weekend to be at all three locations, Baxter, Cross Lake, and Crosby of, uh, of Common Goods. And are there, is it the normal hours and everything, Danelle? No. Yep, Friday and Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. So it's going to be just beautiful. I just, every time, each of the stores, it's just really a cool, cool thing to see. Um, there's so many fun, unique items to buy. We're going to have treats, door prizes, Christmas music, everything to get you in the spirit. And a, a great road trip. You know, you, 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 what you do, you go to the first place, and if you still have a CD in your car, maybe you can pick up a Andy Williams CD or something at, one, at the first uh, Common Goods store, and then you'll have that to listen to with all your peeps all the way around the whole loop. Yeah, take a loop. That's perfect. Great idea. <laughs> How long have you probably you taken probably that loop, haven't you? Oh, yeah. I've taken the loop many times. So it's a beautiful drive for sure. Yeah, you, you know, trying to think of, you know, go from Baxter to Cross Lake to Crosby or whatever order. There's not a straight road in the whole countryside because of all the lakes you got to go around. Oh, it's, ab it's absolutely beautiful. Yep. Well, we hope you have a great time, and, and uh, our, our fish house is, is sitting there at the Cross Lake location because Dave is there representing the, the Pulse the whole day today from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. for the Christmas showcase at, uh, at Common Goods. And, um, yeah, uh, what I was going to ask you the other day, and I forgot, what kind of treats are we talking about? Oh my gosh. I'm not really sure exactly what everyone is going to have at each of the locations, but it's going to be a sweet treat for sure. So usually cookies or candy, um, then refreshments as well. So each of the manager gets to kind of pick uh, what they want to have for everyone. So the first time we talked about this, you mentioned some special guests that might be making an appearance. Uh, and uh, is this the guy with the hearty laugh? A big laugh. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you can follow that on our social media, Facebook and Instagram to get the exact timing down. If you're interested in stopping by for that special guest and his wife, that would be great. Okay. Uh, we, we don't want to say who it is to, to create media frenzy, but uh, I think folks will figure out who I'm talking about. I think so. Yes. All right. If anything, we don't want a media frenzy because Dave is part of that frenzy every once in a while and he gets all uh, overwrought. Uh, anyway, Christmas showcase, all three locations, Baxter, Cross Lake and Crosby. This, uh, well, today and tomorrow from nine to six. Any other words of encouragement, uh, Danelle? No, just stop on out. We'd love to see you. Um, 
we and we're so thankful for everyone's support because it is helping Bridges of Hope and our neighbors in need. And it's in a special need, um, you know, this time of year for sure. Exactly. Well, uh, you've got big news for the first quarter of next year. Next time we get together to talk, maybe we can uh, look into that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We are um, moving our Baxter store and that will happen um, sometime first quarter. So we're working on some renovations right now, but we're just moving a mile and a half north on 371. So not much further, but it'll be um, it'll be a great move for us. I was checking that out the other day, and I was at the new location. I think I could see the old, uh, the current location. Almost. Yeah, you can almost see the lights. It's really, or the stoplights there by Donnelly. So we're yeah. really yeah. close. So it's not much further. Um, it'll be nice for us. It's a great investment for Bridges of Hope to own our own building. Um, there's p- lots of potential, and it's going to be exciting. Well, Danelle, you do good work. Thank you for talking to us, and uh, and I hope you, uh, well, let me be the first to say Merry Christmas this year. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Phil. Merry Christmas to you as well. Whether it's by intercom or rattling the wall, we'll get Amy's attention for Kwame and Company on 91.5 and 102.7 The Word. Now, a lot of times they don't make announcements on the podcast, and this is Kwame and Company Podcast 35, otherwise known as XXXV or XXX5. Right. Amy would say it. <laughs> uh, but here's an announcement about uh, Common Goods. So if you're hearing this podcast the first, first day, day that it's released, yeah. Yeah. Today, uh, yeah. That's the, the Common Goods Showcase, the Christmas Showcase, is going on at all three locations. Uh, so that's... Uh, Friday the 10th and Saturday the 11th. So November 10th and 11th of 2023. <laughs> yes, yeah, so make it very clear. Yeah. Yeah. So if you do go over there on November 10th, Friday, 2023, <laughs> the Word and Paul's uh, Ice Castle Fish House remote studio will be there. And I believe Dave is in there talking to himself. I think that's what he plans on doing. Yeah. 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 And well, he'll be talking to people about. Yeah. Uh, about the Christmas. Go uh, keep them company. Go say hi. Yeah. And I told folks to go when I was talking to Danelle from common goods. Yes. To go ask Dave for a word hat. See what happens. Yell it. Go just walk up there. Yell in the window. I want a hat. See nice. what happens. Cause he's there representing the pulse. I don't know right. that he has any word hats. I don't know. And we don't have to send I them. I'm sure. just saying, yeah, it'd be kind of fun. Cause he'll either get embarrassed or he'll give you a hat. Right. So either way, win, win, win. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they've got door prizes, Christmas music, treats, and you get a passport at the first location you go to. Okay. I'm sure it looks just like a real passport. You mm, can probably I'm use sure. it instead of the real passport. Oh, I'm when sure you it's go that to Canada close. or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they'll give you a passport and then stamp it every time you go to a location. And you, you get all three stamped there. You could win a $100 gift certificate. So it's okay, a nice okay. little road trip between Baxter, Cross Lake, and Crosby. That's a road trip you could do in an afternoon. Right. Yeah. Of course. And, of course, there's no straight line road between any of those places because there's lakes in the way. Yeah. That's a nice little winding thing. Well, it seems like it's going to be a really good day for a drive. Yeah. So. Okay. Put on a podcast and, you know. Right. I'm not saying it has to be this one, but you could listen to a different episode. Right. You could, you could listen to. There's past episodes you might have missed. There's 34 other episodes right. out there. So. <laughs> Chances are, right. one you missed. 
chances are there's one we missed. I don't know. <laughs> that <laughs> so, could be. Uh, we're going to talk about the St. Cloud Salvation Army here. And okay. then come back and wrap this thing up. All right. 91.5 and 102.7, the word. This is Kwame and Company, and Caitlin North is with us. Lieutenant Caitlin uh, from the Salvation Army. Uh, Salvation Army yes. led by officers. Uh, now it says ordained <laughs> ministers. Caitlin, are you an ordained minister? I am. Yes, I am. That's cool. Okay. You and your husband, Nathan, are at the St. Cloud Salvation Army. We haven't had a chance <laughs> to talk before. So welcome to the Word. Well, thank you. Yes, we're, we're excited to be here. How long have you been at this post in St. Cloud? We have been here since the end of June of this year, so we're pretty new here in the area. Well, St. Cloud Salvation Army is really blessed with a great facility and all the programs that are are happening to Absolutely. help people. It's got to be uh, exciting to jump into a ministry like this. It is. It's it's really exciting. We definitely have had quite the experience of getting and going right when we got here. So yeah. it's been great. Are there any programs, Caitlin, that are specifically winter and holiday related here at the St. Cloud Salvation Army? So a couple off the top of my head would be our winter coat program. Um, people can call or come in to make an appointment with our front office and receive a winter coat um, for themselves or for their family. We do all sizes. That's available. And we also have our annual Christmas toy distribution. Families are able to sign up beginning November 1st. We give away toys and gifts for kids um, ages birth to 14. Oh, that's great. If you're just joining us, Lieutenant Caitlin North is with us from the Salvation Army in St. Cloud. Now, when the Red Kettle campaign starts, mm -hmm. those funds raised uh, that's got to be well, your biggest fundraiser. That the, Those funds are used to help people all yes. year round, right? It is. That is correct. It is our biggest fundraiser. And we use um, the funds that we collect um, November, December, uh, when we're out there ringing the bell. We use it to function our programs all year long. It's so important that we reach our goal so that we can function all year round. Well, I always make it a practice to carry some cash money in my pockets when the Salvation Army Red Kettle campaign is going, because I don't want to walk by those kettles yeah. and say, you know, you want to mm -hmm. be a part of it. And there are ways to, to make a donation at the Red Kettle, even without having a pocket full of coins. Yes, that's true. We've, um, the Salvation Army has um, come a long way and we now have a tap to pay at our kettle site. So if you have a card or um, your phone and you do a tap to pay, that will set you up with a website where you can donate um, that way if you don't have cash or change on you. Well, that's the way to do it. If coming out of Hobby Lobby, you don't have any change, you just uh, do the tap right at the at the, yes. the bucket there. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. We're going to take a little break here, but Lieutenant Caitlin North with us on Kwame and Company this morning, and, and we'll talk more about the Salvation Army in St. Cloud. This is 91.5 and 102.7 for work. Well, I hope everybody has a good weekend, uh, no matter what year you're listening. Right. <laughs> I, so, good you know, week, weekend, just have a great day. What happens with podcasts when you're, you're, you're done making them? They just hang out there forever? They do. Really? Yep. Okay. I wonder what the oldest podcast was. Like 15 years ago, were there podcasts? 10 years ago? I don't ago? know. I still don't really listen to podcasts too much. Oh, so. really? I'm a, I'm a big podcast. Are you? Yeah. Well, I, I've got two or three favorites. The only, uh, I, I mean, I've I've heard maybe one time the Duck Dynasty one. 
Oh, I didn't know they had one. Oh, it's really good. Oh, okay. Um, can't oh, think I, what it's called, but it's, yeah, it's it's very good. Totally cannot think of the name right now. Yeah. And and then one from the office, the office ladies. The office ladies? Mm-hmm. You mean the ladies from the TV show, The Office? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So office ladies. Yep. All right. Very good. It's like them talking about past episodes of The Office together yeah. and having guests. And- well, that's cool. I listened to that a little bit while I was deer hunting last year. Oh, so. well, there you go. I, I, I uh, every once in a while, just randomly, my uh, uh, radio hooks up with my phone mm-hmm. and starts playing the Kwame and Company podcast at inopportune times. And it kind of surprises me sometimes. <laughs> All of a sudden, Amy's laughing in the car. What's going on here? <laughs> She's not with me. That would be weird. Yeah. It's, uh, no, it's a podcast. Oh, okay. Mm. So nice. give that a try. You can either do it on our app. Yep. Well, you know, if you're listening now, you right. might be on the app. And maybe you've listened to it once and you need to know where to find it. Yep. Go on our app. Yeah. It's there. Or the website, the word.mn. Yep. Or, you know, you just Google Kwame and Company podcast. podcast. It pops up. Right. It's not like they're all isolated. There's like a ton of podcast Kwame and Company. Really? No. No. No, there's no. That's the only... <laughs> K-V-A-M-M-E. So if you can spell it, you can have it. That's right. Just get rid of it. Just use it up. No, they don't use up. They just keep going. That's right. All right. You have a good weekend. You too.